0: This is Bump, Baby and Beyond with Emma's Diary. Hi everyone, it's Renee from Mummy Style and you're listening to Bump, Baby and Beyond with Emma's Diary. Today I am joined by the absolutely gorgeous Lilia from Mammy She Wrote, and today together we are going to discuss the world of breastfeeding. And as someone who struggled with breastfeeding throughout my three pregnancies, I am definitely excited to hear more from you. So welcome.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Hello, guys. Hey. Um, yeah, as you said, my name is Lilia. Um, I'm a mommy to two lovely angels <laughs> a little girl who's going to be at three in november and a 20 month old son and um when i first had my daughter i just needed an outlet because motherhood was nothing i'd ex- experienced before and so i started my blog um it wasn't always mama she wrote it was something else before so i've changed that a couple of times but currently um yeah a blog at mama she wrote so that's M-A-M-A. She wrote. I took my inspiration from the song Murder, she wrote. Yeah,
0: I thought so. You know,
1: I thought make it a bit more savvy. So that's, um, yeah, that's basically where I talk about motherhood. Um, but just my experience um, as a mom, things that I've, I've got through. Um, so going back to work as a mom to two little ones and, you know, being married and trying to like balance between, you know, wife duties and mother duties. And so a
0: lot of things that mums can relate to Absolutely,
1: yes So yeah, and my Instagram is the same as well Mama She Wrote
0: Fabulous So you get stuck in Absolutely Yes, I'm so excited. I want to hear more about your breastfeeding journey okay. So maybe should we start at the beginning Did you always think you were going to, know you were going to breastfeed?
1: Um, yes, I think that I've always known I've always wanted to um, I come from an African background um, And so breastfeeding um, was always something that i saw around me um bottle like it was always an alternative but breastfeeding was sort of like something that you had to do um so and i 've never i never heard anyone complain within my family complain oh it was hard yeah. or s- sometimes it was impossible i never actually you know had heard that so when i when I was pregnant with my daughter it was just something that i thought yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do it because you know everyone does it and so my midwife advised me to you know take some breastfeeding classes and I was like no I've got this you know I've seen my aunts do it I've seen my mom do it I've seen you know other women do it within my family and within my circle. And, you Which know... Which
0: is lovely because not many women have that opportunity yeah. to, to see it or through the generations of women around exactly.
1: them. Exactly. And I thought, you know, what's? it's not hard. You just, you know, take your boobie out, put it in the baby's <laughs> mouth and sort it. So I didn't actually. And so when I had my daughter, um, she didn't... Um, what's the word? Latch. Latch. And I was like, what is happening? She just wouldn't latch. So the first month... I literally cried every single day because I didn't want even to, even at hospital, um, because I had gestational diabetes. So when we were in hospital, we had to stay overnight and they had to check her um, blood levels and sugar levels and stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, you're not giving her enough food because she's not latching. So we're going to have to put her on um, formula, at least until she sort of latches. And uh, I just remembered crying because I was like, no, I don't want to do it. Um so for the first month she just wouldn't latch I didn't know what to do I, I contacted like consultants I read on um you know online google just how to like latch cuz I literally thought I just had to put my nipple in her mouth yeah and and then I was being told no um her nose has to be at a certain position I was like what are you talking about so it was really hard and um she eventually latched um when she was like three four weeks we sort of eventually but but at that point she'd already gotten used to the bottle and so breastfeeding was like a top up yeah it it was too slow for her she'd already gotten used to the flow of like the teeth and stuff like that so um breastfeeding was just something that i did for myself really just to like feel a connection between us it wasn't like something that she really enjoyed and uh, at three months she just stopped she wouldn't have it anymore, and my heart was broken oh. then, so when I found out that I was pregnant with my son, I was adamant to like give it a girl. I was like, yeah, no, we're not going to have the same experience so um thankfully, he actually latched quite quickly uh, I still didn't really know how to hold them like when they were on the breast, so he was he was he was sort of sucking out of my like, nipple rather than having the whole um areola yeah. in his mouth it was more just like the nipple bit um so when that must we, have
0: been very painful it was really painful. I was
1: bleeding like my nipples were cracked and bleeding like he'd, he'd be sucking it and there's blood in his mouth so I had to stop just to like let it heal and then on his five-day um checkup yeah. I saw a woman and um the the doctor who was like doing the check checkups and all that like his blood works and stuff like that she's the one who actually showed me how to hold the baby how to have his face literally like because I was like no you can't breathe like I can't do that <laughs> she was like no it's fine he can breathe like he's a, he's a human being if he can't breathe he's gonna move his head and yeah. stuff like that and since then literally we've been at it and he's he turned um 20 month last week and two months, I'm over it now but at the same time I kinda of wanna just carry on as long as I can. Yeah. yeah. What is
0: amazing, especially because you've had your daughter and mm-hmm. it's not been the experience you thought it was gonna be. And then to have your son and to to get through the battles that you had at the beginning with the latching on and mm-hmm. then to be able to still do it 20 months later. Absolutely. Is incredible. So well yeah. done. Thank you well very done much.
1: To you. Um funny funny story actually, um, when I had my son and you know, we got into the groove of breastfeeding, my daughter actually Got back to breastfeeding, yeah. so she breastfed until she was two. So I breastfed oh, so both. both. Yeah,
0: That's I don't incredible. know. I think she just wanted
1: to try because obviously she had a new baby brother and she wanted to do what the baby was doing. So one day she just tried, and I was like, "No, you're not gonna like it." But she ended up liking it. So we, she ended up breastfeeding again from 15 months until she turned two. That's amazing. Yeah. So in
0: the end, she got all your good nutrients. Yeah. So in the end, anywhere. I actually
1: got what I wanted for yeah. both of them. Yeah.
0: So in terms of going back to, you said your doctor helped you with the positioning. Mm -hmm. Is there any tips you want to give to mums about how it is best to get your baby to latch on?
1: Um, I think it's, for me, what she said was the way I was holding the baby. So she, I basically, obviously we can't see, but I was just holding the baby um, quite far from my breast. So she basically said that I had to put my hand Sort of under the baby's neck into his back. I can't. I don't know how to describe it because she basically held the baby and she told me how to do it. But I have the baby, my left hand sort of going down the baby's back, yeah. and my right hand come going in between his legs so that I can pull him up close to me, like really close to me, so that his whole face is basically facing my breast. And yeah. then the um, and then she mentioned the fact that you know the whole areola has to be in his mouth and not just the nipple bit yeah and so the baby is supposed to be facing your breast because i think the way i did it his face would kind of face upwards so not like to my breast yeah yeah so sorry listeners
0: that was probably um, the worst question yeah i'm trying
1: to make
0: it as visual
1: <laughs> as visual it as sounds. possible but um it's really positioning the way you hold the baby i think makes a big difference um with you know them latching helping them to latch yes
0: because going back to before when you were saying that your little boy was just latching onto your nipple I found that with my three and I just couldn't seem to get the position right Mm -hmm. and when you uh, I don't know if I think I don't know if we were on air before but we talked about the cracked nipples and how sore it was and for me it just seemed just how could this be pleasurable? How can I bond when the baby's literally ripping my nipples Mm -hmm. off? Um, So for that, I found it really hard. And I think one thing that you find um, when you're learning to breastfeed, if it doesn't come naturally, you suddenly have your nipples out for everybody Mm -hmm. just to get, because you want want advice and you want to hold it right. And suddenly all those barriers go down of holding yourself in, which takes us perfectly to our next question Mm -hmm. about the whole thing about breastfeeding in public. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, to be honest, at the moment, like right now, it's second nature. Yeah. Like, I don't even think about it. I don't care. But when I first had my daughter, you know, having gone through, you know, trouble, like her latching and stuff like that, I'd find myself, you know, I remember when she was nine days, I went out to Nando's with my <laughs> friends. And I was there battling with myself, like trying to make her latch. And my breast was like really out. And there was a guy he just, he just hated hated it like his facial expression and I just felt so bad I felt so guilty like why am I subjecting him to that and so that sort of in, initially I, I just didn't really like the idea of breastfeeding in public so what I'd do if we had to go for dinner or just out with the baby I'd make her bottle just because I didn't want to do that but i um, with my son i th- don't know just thought you know what this is how he eats because he was exclusively on breast milk yeah. like literally until he started eating food and he didn't like the bottle at all because with him in the beginning as well i thought you know what i'm gonna pump when we go out and i'm gonna give it to you because i'm not gonna you know breastfeed in public but he didn't like the bottle whatsoever so i didn't have a choice and i just thought i don't care you know my son needs to eat and you know because um not to be funny but you've got lads magazines with yeah. women's breasts out and no one complains about it and this is actually what my breasts were made for and people are complaining i mean no one's said anything outright but you can just see, and especially it comes from men and that really ticks me off even more because i'm thinking you don't know you know you can't even relate and you're there like the facial expressions are terrible You just want to say something but. You just
0: want like to say, a, go and eat your chicken somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> I, I actually just sit
1: there and wait for them to say something so that we can really have it. But fortunately, we've never really had, you know, I've ne- never had that experience. It's just the facial expressions, mainly from like older guys and stuff like that. But um, I'm at a point where literally I'll pop out my nipple any time, anywhere. And if I don't, my son, because, you know, he's a toddler now, he'll literally just drag it out. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think that's come with the experience of being your second, or do you think that came more f- from your son literally not taking the bottle? What made you feel more confident?
1: I think it's a bit of both, to be honest. I think it came from an experience where I was so grateful that I was able to breastfeed, that I just had to like let go of my inhibitions and I had to let go of any you know, any sort of things that I had that was stopping me from like enjoying the whole process. I was so grateful that he was exclusively breastfeeding that I just thought, oh, do you know what? Let me not complain about it. Let me just do it. And so, and also the fact that, you know, he's like, when he wants it, he really wants it. Yeah. And so I think it is a bit of both, but for me, it was just like, this is the way that I feed my child. Just like you're here eating because this is the way that you eat. He's here feeding. So it's no difference. Yeah. And I think um, women's bodies are just over sexualized. And, and I'm really for breastfeeding in public because it's a way to, you know, just put a message out there that we are more than just sexual beings. You know, our bodies, there's actually purposes for, you know, what we have and functions for what we have, like our breasts. As much as, you know, it's guys love it for whatever reasons, is actually there to feed our children because, you know, when you give birth, you've got milk coming out. Yeah. And so I... I really endorse that message of breastfeeding in public because it just changes the mentality and changes the narrative a little bit. And I'm all for that.
0: That's a very positive Mm -hmm. outlook and definitely very positive advice. Absolutely. For women that do feel like they can't breastfeed in public. And I love the way you said, the more people that do it, it becomes the norm. Absolutely. Men won't look Mm
1: -hmm. in that way. It's all about normalising it, making it... Because it is normal. It's the most... It's like after childbirth I think it's like the most natural thing because your body's actually producing what your child needs and um you'd not you'll not notice that you know when your kid's ill the breast changes you know the texture and the colour changes so your body knows exactly what to produce at what time and so it's the most natural thing after childbirth and I think the more we do it the more it's going to be normal and before you do, and a lot of people Um, a lot of women I think that fear of being judged or someone making a snide comment that kind of puts them like makes them hesitate and I think the more they see people doing it the more they hear about people doing it so the more you know we see it in the media and stuff like that the more it becomes normal and before you know it every person does it and no one says anything yeah yeah
0: as well as that is, that is making sure there's that support there for women that do struggle, mm-hmm. like you did in the first instance. Oh, yeah. And definitely I struggled. I was very lucky. There's a place where I live called Bambi's and it's different women mm-hmm. that breastfeed or have breastfed and they, they come around daily and help you help oh, you do wow. that. Because even though it is, it's something that a lot of women want to do, a lot of us can't do mm-hmm. it. So again, it is yeah. normalising it, but obviously giving that support.
1: Yeah, I think that for me, Especially the first time round, I feel like, really, I didn't have a lot of support. I just feel like there wasn't a lot of information. You don't really... um, And just also coming from, like, someone from an ethnic minority, I feel like, I felt like... And I have a blog post, actually, on my blog about my experience breastfeeding, especially as a black woman. I feel like you don't really see a lot of representation, even within the profession itself. So um, even when I sought help, I didn't really feel represented I didn't really feel like when I was trying to explain I don't know why I'm finding it hard because you know I've seen my parents do it I've seen my aunts do it I didn't really have anyone to sort of understand where I was coming from and so I think as much as it is good to normalize um you know breastfeeding in general it would be really great if there was support for everyone so that everyone felt represented um in the media or just in the profession itself um the person, the woman, the doctor that I actually saw for my son uh, was actually a black woman that I saw, and she she sort of understood my frustration, and she was able to help. And I'm sure it was a coincidence. I'm sure it could have been anybody that would have you know just helped me anyways. But it was just good to. It was someone that you
0: could yeah, relate to. Yeah,
1: someone I could relate to. Um, you know, she told me stories that I could relate to, and and it worked. So representation matters definitely.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So twenty months breastfeeding. <sighs> Jeez. And you mention again your little girl. she she, she came on but later, yeah. but to two and then years she old. She's carried on to two years That's old. Amazing. Yet. So tell me more about this extended breastfeeding.
1: It's not out of choice at this point. I think my son is just not letting go and I just don't have I just don't have the heart to because I've tried the whole just letting him cry. I've tried the whole I've I've actually put um sellotape on my breast <laughs> and bandages on my breast so that when he sort of does his thing, but, and uh, I did something really mean, you know, I feel so bad about it. I put um vinegar on my nipples and that didn't work that either. Didn't work. It just didn't work. And I felt so guilty. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's this? So at this point, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to wait until he's two. Cause with my daughter... I was able to explain to her that she's a big girl now. She's still Because she had the dummy as well and my son doesn't. So I, I was able to explain that, you know, you're a big girl now and she lost Peppa Pig. So I said, you know, we're going to give Peppa Pig the dummy and we're going to give your brother, Zai, the boobie. Because they call it boobie. <laughs> so <laughs> she, at two, she was sort of able to understand. But I feel like my son, he's just, yeah, he just doesn't understand. And because I've tried a few things, I've tried going away. like overnight but then as soon as i came back i was so engorged that i actually wanted him (laughs) to like have it and i just thought you know i'm not gonna force it because this potentially is my last child and i just want to enjoy the moment because they grow up so quickly they do and before you know it you know they're and out the house and yeah so um we've decided with my husband that we're gonna wait until he's to his two in january and then we'll take it from there but personally i'm just like over it just because he cluster feeds at night. Like, it's so annoying. Like, he, I'll put him in his bed and he'll sleep around like 11, 12 o'clock. He'll cry. And because obviously I've got work in the morning, I don't want to do the whole up and down. So I'll have him in our bed and he literally just cluster feeds like a newborn until my alarm goes off. Oh my God. And goodness. so it's, it, it's, it's really tiring for me.
0: We do we do that thing, don't we, where you do anything to survive. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning you're like, I'm not gonna have a baby in the bed with me. Oh yes, the baby's I've said gonna that. be in their own room by six months. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be one of them parents. As soon as the baby comes in, yeah. it's do what you need to yeah, do. I know.
1: <laughs> I've said that with my daughter, I was like, Yeah, you're not sleeping in the bed with me. You're gonna sleep in your own room um in your own room, in your own beds after two weeks. I was so exhausted. we literally should I'll be set up right um, in the bed And she'll literally be on my chest And that's how we slept Because I was like anything just anything for yeah, sleep. yeah anything for sleep Because your body gets a shock Because obviously you know You grow up and you're used to like Sleeping when you want Waking up when you want well, Except for when you've got to go to work It's not necessarily when you want But you're used to like your routine And you've got this newborn Who doesn't sleep And it just changes everything My daughter slept during the day She'd sleep like the whole day And as soon as we got to 10 o'clock She'd be up until like five o'clock the next morning. And yes. I remember like my um, husband going to work in the morning and I'll just be crying like, please don't leave me. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah. But then around three months, she got all right. And then she just slept through the night. So she's in the right sleeper. But my son, I have to be there. Like she, He wakes up at night. And now, um, yeah, he works every night and just literally calls for me. He doesn't want his dad. Because we've tried the whole, you know, dad, you go in yeah. and you put him to sleep. That doesn't no, work. He
0: just wants his mama.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, did you have any leaking? Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I I really did. Um, in the beginning, like, all these things, you just... You just I don't know if it's that you're not told or you just don't go and find out but i definitely had leaking especially with my daughter because um you know she wasn't latching so my breasts were always full yeah. and yeah and we'd go out and it'll just be there but again in the beginning i was so conscious of it i'd feel so uncomfortable but you know you just get on with it and it becomes normal
0: See, I was really naive when I remember when I had Henry, he who's my first, and I thought that if he didn't breastfeed, the milk just wouldn't come. Mm. So we went out for dinner with my husband's mum and dad and we're all sitting around eating a meal and I just saw my father in law just kept looking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, please rude and he just kept looking. And I remember going to the toilet literally I had two wet patches on my boots. He was in my eye line, That's why he could notice. And I remember just going, Oh my goodness, I didn't wasn't prepared. You know, you could I just had to go back out and eat this. And whole no one meal. says
1: anything. I think <laughs> out of being polite, no one actually says anything because even myself um with friends like guy friends and stuff like that. Like it'd be there I wouldn't necessarily notice at first and they'll just be staring at me and for some reason I'd go to the bathroom to wash my hands or something and then I'd see it I'm thinking I'm sorry but why didn't you tell me (laughs) why didn't you tell me that was leaking I think for men it's just uncomfortable to like say anything about a woman's breast or anything like that but um yeah it happens all the time I've had like Breast pads and stuff like that, and then it'll just soak through, you know.
0: I think the other big one is when you you, you start breastfeeding at the beginning and your nipples are so sore, you just start walking around with no bra on, no top on. Yeah, I remember our window opens out and you can people can see it. I didn't care, (laughs) it's just like they're so sore. See, literally, all your inhibitions just completely go. It does,
1: it does, it does really go. It really, really does. Um, but yeah, breast engorgement, man. I remember when was 10 months uh, my, my cousin got married in Belgium so I had to go so I had to leave him because it was a last minute thing and yeah. I left him overnight oh my goodness the uh, the veins and oh it was terrible I had a fever it was that bad so I I don't understand I just went to like just literally sleep without a top on and just let it breathe it's terrible
0: So I think you're from your you said in your background mm-hmm. of having your your, your family breastfeeding what information on your daughter in later life and your son, I guess. Mm-hmm. What advice were you gonna are you gonna give her and him later if they when they have children or they have children?
1: Okay, um, I personally do believe that breast is best, um, but I, I don't want to demonize. I would never want to demonize um, formula feeding because fed is fed. Yeah, I definitely believe in the saying that fed is fed as long as the baby is fed and happy. But I think just. Um, I'm, I'm biased you know I do go for breastfeeding because I do feel like it's got everything that your baby needs and even for the mom as well I've since I've had my son I've hardly had any colds and stuff like that and neither has he. compared to my daughter yeah. you know we've been to hospital we've been in and out of hospital with my daughter especially when she started nursery because she started nursery at nine months because I was pregnant and I wanted to go back to work um, so she started nursing at nine months and we literally were in and out of hospital. And when my son, when I went back to work after my son, I expected the same. And that didn't happen. At all. Just once, he had bronchiolitis once and that was it. So I, I do vouch for breastfeeding. I think it is best. But um, if it didn't work for whatever reason, because I think... We are ignorant to the fact that it doesn't always work for everybody. Yeah. And so if it didn't work, I, I don't think that I'd push it. Yeah, I don't think that I'd push it at all. You know, as long as the baby's fed, whether it be formula, breast, whatever works for her. But if she asked for my opinion, I'll definitely go for breastfeeding because it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing experience. It really is. Amazing. Well, thank you very much for
0: thank coming much along for on me. the the uh, podcast today it's been absolutely lovely speaking to you and Thank sharing you. your experiences and do you want to give one more last plug to your blog
1: oh yes um so you can find me at mama she wrote. Uh, so that's ma double and also the same name for instagram mama she wrote where i just talk about my experience being a mom a wife a working millennial yeah that's it fabulous
0: thank you very much
1: thank you very much for having me. thanks for me. listening
0: i really hope you enjoyed this week's chat just as much as i did i absolutely love hearing about other amazing mummies' experiences don't forget to join us next week while i'll be speaking to yet another amazing guest bump baby and beyond is hosted by me renee for Mummy style and produced by the amazing bang boom creative